What a weekend. What a long weekend of band. Yeah, man. Everybody got a little some of y'all got a little sunburnt, a little toasty. I was, I was getting ready to say it was it was an amazing time, minus the fact that I completely screwed up and got sunburnt on Friday. <laughs> I did I, not, I, I was good. I was good to go. There's a lot of there's a lot of lobster esque uh members and staff members too. Oh yeah. I, I didn't ready. even think about the sun. Like I was wearing jeans the whole day, so like I'm not thinking about getting sunburned if I'm still able to wear jeans outside. So, but, but you know. I will take that over the rain or the cold oh. anytime. If WGF finals was like that every year, glorious. Yep, I'll bring some FPS 30 next time. Be fine. Great time. Amazing all weather. The, I mean, all the California teams are like, you're welcome. <laughs> we brought it with us. <laughs> California, uh, Texas, and Florida. It's like yeah, right. we've been doing this all year. Well, before we hop right into recapping the weekend, doing a debrief, if you want to call it that, go over our predictions, what we thought, things we got wrong, things we got right, just our general thoughts about how everything shook out. Welcome everyone to the Aged Out Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Fantini, and with me as always is Evan Wall. And before we get into all that good stuff, check out LoneStarPercussion.com. They've been a sponsor of the podcast and YouTube channel for a while now, oh, I think definitely over a year. Uh, use the discount code aged out. Save yourself $10 on any order of $50 or more. Everybody wins. Uh, head over to the YouTube channel. If you're listening on podcast services, let us know what you think in the comments about anything we've said here today. Shoot us a message on Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want to do. We love interacting with all of our, all of our listeners. Yeah. Listeners. That's the right word. Um, yeah. I'm not going to do any more spiel than that. We're trying to keep it to a minimum and get to the meat and potatoes of this. So social media, Lone Star. YouTube, blah, blah. Here we go. Right on. Also, uh, before we get into that, like our weekend too, I did want to take the chance to, first of all, welcome all the recent age outs, everybody who just finished up, mm -hmm. uh, no longer drumming and finished up your competitive career. It's not so bad being on this side of things. It's actually kind of fun. Yep. Uh, whether you're going to go teach or just be a spectator and a supporter of the activity. And I know Mike and I talked about too, just driving and walking around. Uh, super thankful for everyone that like came and said hi to us while we were walking around the lot or at the shows. It was pretty surreal, pretty humbling. Um, yeah, definitely. To have like people support what we're doing, we really, really appreciate it. I uh, hope you guys continue to enjoy it, and that we're just able to, I don't know, have fun. No, so. yeah, being back in live band world again, kind of. We saw a lot of growth, or what we saw as a lot of growth, like being locked in our homes and stuff, putting out content, but it kind of made it real that people actually are listening and all that stuff and enjoy what we do. So yeah, it was great me meeting everybody that we did. We actually got to meet a few of the guests we had on that we'd never met before, which was right. awesome. Uh, I think you saw, I didn't bump into Macintosh, but you did. And it was funny. You were like, dude, you're taller than I thought you were going to be. Well, he said, uh, he said I was more buff <laughs> than he thought I was. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> which was funny. I'll have to uh, catch him at Brian a drum show. Yep. Just met him. Uh, ben Piles. Never mm -hmm. met him before. Uh, there were some others. Um, I don't think I'd talked to Alan Unkst in person before until then. No, so, I hadn't either. So it was pretty cool. awesome. Good times. All right. Uh, yeah. Do you want to start with Friday? Uh, yeah. The let's last day move, or do you just start, want to go? Let's start with the first day we were there. We'll talk about some semifinals, who made it into semis, what we saw, initial thoughts, walking around the lot, all that good stuff. So you want to start or you want me to go? Uh, I'm pulling up the semis oh, okay. uh, well, scores real quick, but well, yeah, so we got we got up yeah. there Friday morning in time to catch everybody in the lot, um, which was awesome. I'm just gonna like kind of go through. Well, so before you do, hold, one second before you go into that, I will 
just start with. And him, Evan and I have said this to a few of our friends and everything after we'd been there, checked out a couple groups. was like, man, this is my first live band show in two years since 2019 DCI finals, I think, finals weekend. And I was like, man, the stream hides a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, watching people <laughs> on flow marching and even just even when you're inside, inside in person, it's going to hide some ticks, just the boominess of the room. When you're outside and exposed like that, you can you can catch some stuff. Nobody was like playing perfect, I'll say that. Nobody was. Um, nobody. Zero groups we walked up in front no. of were like, wow, they're amazingly almost perfect. There were ticks everywhere. So, yeah, all around ticks to be had, but all around good drumming to be had as well. Um, caught Red Wave when I got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my buddy Joe Avery's the director there, arranges designs, and he was talking about just the i know that they had designed kind of for open class and got uh reclassified is what tim fairbanks told me the word is not (laughs) not bumped and not promoted but they were reclassified to world class and i think accurately so i mean if you make semifinals if you make semifinals you're you're in the right you're in the right field 100 percent. so i think that that'll be something they can build upon moving forward uh obviously an attraction for next year to to recruit and stuff but they were playing well um just some of those groups at the bottom weren't super consistent uh, that i saw like red wave strike dark sky connects red line like some stuff sounded really 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 good uh but just not super consistent like rep to rep which kind of does matter and (laughs) well speaking on the consistency thing for a second just to piggyback on that something else that was interesting that i hadn't considered until i saw it in person was there were a few groups we walked up to like uh vigilantes um Oh, who were the first? Those earlier groups that went on in semis, uh, like the first half of the of the placements, well, was all those that I just named, <laughs> huh? Plus red line, well, yeah. All those what, that I just all, named, yeah, exactly. Plus but blue knights, rhythmic force, vigilantes. Cap when City. they started, everybody played rougher initially, and they kind of eased into it. And it was almost like I forget who pointed it out to me. It might have been Dan Shack, and he was just like, "Well, think about it. They haven't performed in front of people without a mask on, really." in a while so this is like a right. real lot lot with viewers and people checking them out and maybe some nerves going on and then as they got drumming more and more most of those groups progressed and played better and better and better the longer they were drumming so that 100%. was 100 percent hadn't considered actually, that at all i had talked to some people that were there on prelims day too and they had just talked about kind of how some people had pretty rough lots and that yeah. the semifinals they were mentioned like, oh, they sound way better today. And then by finals, like, oh, they sound, you kind of ease into it and like realize what's going on. I'm sure there were a bunch of people that literally, especially in the high school realm, have just oh, never yeah. had a lot of experience like that. And then you get to go to Dayton where there's literally thousands of people yep. <laughs> in the lot watching you. So, yep. Uh, so yeah, but uh, semifinalists, congrats. Uh, I, speaking of like predictions, I had posted kind of like, Mine and Mike's. Mike had the finals, and then I had my my full predictions. Obviously, the only group that I missed from stopping at um, prelims was Blue Knights, which I'll talk about more in a minute, too. Um, AQ did not make it past prelims, which honestly makes pretty much no sense to me. Uh, Looking at the recap from prelims, too, it's pretty clear why, (laughs) if you look at it. It's Uh, wild yeah one person just kind of called it and they're the, the 
two guys in that caption did not agree at all. No, um, they were one very of them far judges, apart. One of them judges a lot, and one of them judges not a lot. So you're just like, I, I think the prelims panel is the most important panel of the weekend. You have, mm-hmm. I, I feel like you have to have been around the activity and be paying attention because you don't get the groups in any order. It's just random. So you got to kind of have a, I feel like a really good pulse of what's going on within the activity and seen some groups and like judged a lot so that you kind of have a, a good basis of where to start. Cause I think that AQ pretty much got shafted. They, I think they should have for sure been in semifinals. I won't say finals, but they, yeah. they should have advanced to semis. They were definitely um, good enough to be performing on the second day. So, yeah, but other four semifinalists, uh, I obviously hit. If people check on there too, Dark Sky, Redline, Strike, Connexus. And here's the deal. So when I, we made the predictions and we put them out there, we got some fun DMs. Some people a uh, little maybe annoyed. I, and I probably, probably you could say this too, but you can speak for yourself. I didn't put anybody anywhere based on like my opinion of like the group. I was trying to be as objective as I could based on YouTube videos and recaps and trying to get it right. As yep. close as I could, not like picking people that I like, which I think ultimately, when you look at it, speaks for itself. But we got pretty close. <laughs> we were we were pretty close there, and we'll get, we'll speak more we'll on that when we misses. get to the finals yeah. results. But I'll reiterate what we reiterated, or like what we said. Sorry, redundancy. Uh, what we said in our predictions podcast <laughs> of we haven't seen everybody. Like I ran into Taha working with Monarch, and I was like, dude. We didn't. I didn't know if you all existed this year. Why was there nothing out there? And he was like, it's just the nature of the circuit with some COVID restrictions and just nobody took Filmed their us. cell phones out and recorded us. He goes, there was nothing. And so, like, we hadn't seen them, hadn't seen much from Infinity, hadn't seen much from United. I hadn't seen Blue Knights at all, hadn't seen Strike at all. Like, there's just so, we don't have time, and it's just not... It was kind of funny. I got a bunch of messages from some Blue Knights members after they had already made finals. <laughs> which is fine um but uh, i didn't hear much from them before finals but i was i mean i was basing my prediction on the fact that i i think when i looked back that they hadn't made finals since 2013 yeah uh, i mean in 2018 they were second to last in prelims and in 2019 they were like 18th or 19th in yeah. semis so and at that point in the year they had no videos out so i'm kind of justifying myself a little bit you're doing it off history that's what i did with monarch that's what i did with united (laughs) like you go on where they typically finish because i hadn't seen hardly anything but kudos i mean kudos to them obviously congratulations for sure well deserved well earned um also just super happy to see different teams make it in and get the chance to perform at finals which is really really cool um do you want to move into finals and then our kind of rundown or do you want to Talk about Scholastic World a little bit, or where do you um, go? let's do Scholastic World, and then we'll do Independent World Finals. Okay. So Saturday, Finals Day, we did a little mix of in and out, in and out. We got there in time to catch the last four Scholastic World groups. So that would have been Arcadia, and then Dartmouth. And it was funny after Dartmouth went on, we we're like, dang man, they might have just played themselves in a silver medal. Uh, yeah. contention mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh avon went on and we were just like holy crap avon may have just played themselves in a gold medal because i mean it was just they, <laughs> the kids were throwing down both those groups um, played their butts off it was awesome yeah and the scores were pretty 
pretty freaking close in that two three range. Um, and then we saw Chino, and Chino had a great show. I do. After it was done, though, in my heart, I just was like, I just think that Avon had the better show. A hundred percent. I, I, I a hundred percent agree with that. Like, like you said, I'm just like, man, Dartmouth just played amazing, and Dartmouth's show was exciting. There was cool stuff. They always, it's like a stage show, like a theater show they put on every year. The costuming is always amazing. Like, fun to watch. Super high energy. They played amazingly well on the floor. The crowd threw babies. Avon came on, did the exact same thing with the speed bags. And like, if you haven't seen Avon's show, (laughs) if you haven't seen Avon's show, go watch it. And I I was skeptical going into their performance because we had caught them in the lot. And Evan and I both said to each other, "Ah, they're not playing very well, dude. Like they are, they were, they they were were not hella nervous. (laughs) I'm sure a a lot riding on it. They were not playing well outside, so we're like, all right, well, let's see what happens when, like, kind of muscle memory kicks in. There's not people 10 feet away from them. They're just kind of in their element, on the move. And I'm sure a lot of that stuff, like their snare feature going up and down the stairs, they probably didn't practice that just standing there that often. And it was crazy. When they were on the stairs in the show, it was way cleaner than it was standing still in the lot. Oh, yeah. And I was like, all right, yeah. well, they turned it on, they got in their element, and they threw down, and it was awesome. Crowd threw babies once again. And in my brain, in my opinion, Dartmouth and Avon had better shows than Chino did. Objectively, just from like an effect standpoint, from a, a crowd enjoyment standpoint, um, I, I prefer those two shows. I thought there was a yeah, chance. Well, like, I mean, Avon did win both yes. effect captions. So there, I mean... <laughs> There you go. They also won yeah. overall, so it's like Correct. that wasn't yeah, shocking yeah. at all. And Chino came out, had a good performance. The show, in my opinion, and your opinion from what you told me, wasn't as good as the other two groups potentially. And it was like they got beat by Avon, and Dartmouth was only like less than a point behind them in third. So they was almost like point, got jumped. I think it was like point two. Yeah. They almost got like jumped that. by both groups, really which if that um, would have happened, I – Probably wouldn't have disagreed with it. Yeah. Um, just kudos to Scholastic World. Killing it. It's I crazy. just love seeing the high school kids throw down. Um, also, kudos to Avon High School for the triple crown of indoor this weekend. Or yeah. over these weekends winning Scholastic World Color Guard, Scholastic World Percussion, and Scholastic World wins. Uh, yeah. What a program. <laughs> and I saw a funny comment. Someone's like, if they win BOA 2022, they automatically get bump to uh dci or independent <laughs> world or something like that and i want to backtrack for a minute i know i was like sounding like i might have been poo-pooing on chino they're high school kids we don't want to be too hard on any of them they're all playing at crazy high levels that i couldn't have hoped to have done at at that age and it's just we're splitting hairs all and, three were and amazing. obviously too california had its own obstacles outside of a lot of the rest of the country yeah um, and do you want to get into that discussion we had with your buddy joe about like where finals is at any uh, point on this we can if I, you want I figure why not i mean we're talking you about do high it right school. now yeah screw it we're right. talking about high school so i think it makes the most sense for high school too i mean it makes sense for the world group so my buddy joe um we got to talk with he's one of the california groups and we were just talking about finals and this and that and this and that and the expense that it costs for those groups to come out here every single year which some of them don't come every single year or even every other year um and i think it's a conversation to open up to be had where you consider having finals in california 
or I don't know, even Texas or somewhere closer, a midpoint, like once every three to four years. Uh, it would do a couple things. For high schools, like there are some high schools out there in California and that side of the country, not just California, Arizona, whatever, um, that are really, really good, but just not financially able to make that trek yep. over here. So if you had it somewhere closer to the West Coast, like once every three or four years, it basically would give everyone during their high school career the opportunity to make a less financially stringent trip um, to where during your freshman to senior year, you'd probably get the opportunity to perform at WGI finals. Like I know, I don't think Etiwanda came and I don't think Vista Murrieta came, which I think were the another top three or four groups in the SCPA local circuit they have. So, you know, they would have been in finals, um, for WGI, but I think having it out there makes, makes a lot of sense just to kind of help alleviate those California groups, West coast groups, people on that side of the country. Yeah. I think it would just open the opportunity up more. It's so, I think he said it was 40 grand in front of them. I was getting ready to add that. He told us it it was like $40,000 to get out. Which is mind blowing. And it's, I mean, that's an expense that you have to pass along to the kids and fees. Yeah. I mean, fundraise, I guess, maybe some of it if as much as you can. Yeah. But. I mean, yeah. If, if it was in California, like maybe a group, some of these groups out here wouldn't go, but, you know, I mean, even, okay. even if is, you it do, is what it is. Even if you do one once every four years, it's out west. And then that would give the groups that are out east three years to fundraise and save up more money for the trip out West that one year. Right. And it would allow the schools out West I mean, it, that yeah. would possibly not have to travel and save money for one year. And it would allow all those kids to at least when their schools don't have the money to come to WGI finals, they would be able to at least experience it one out of their four years there in high school. And I'm not oblivious to like economics and the cost of living of across different parts of the countries. So yeah, I think about that too. But yeah, I mean, let's just be real. Is it fair that we have it a date every year? Probably not. Probably um, not. Probably not. And but. the weather would probably probably be beautiful out there. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> be amazing. So. Anyway, all right. Let's yeah. uh, let's move on to our rest of our independent world. So again, starting, I'll just kind of start with my predictions. I had Red Wave in fifteenth, which was probably my biggest miss. Um, obviously, Blue Knights made it in. So yeah, I had I had Redline in 15th. who was 16th, so close, very yes. close to the Redline group. Almost, uh, yeah, yeah. I actually did not watch uh, Blue Knights inside. Sorry guys, I did watch the video. Congrats on the performance. I was in the lot for like the first two. Uh, 14th place was Rhythmic Force. I had Vigilantes in 14th, so I kind of flip flopped those two. So I, think I got that one right. Like, I had Rhythmic Force in 14th, and then I had Vigilantes in 13th. So I had I had yeah. 12, 13, 14, all correct. Vigilantes, like outside, was probably one of the cleanest batteries I heard all weekend. God, dude. They, uh, it's, I mean, it was Paul Rennick and Which was indoor, wild. Which was funny. Yeah. It was funny I to watch. Do, I do think that the way that their drums were tuned did not play in their favor inside. No, like, not they at just, all. It didn't quite cut. They were a little low. The quads were a little low. Low, the snares were a little low. Like the voicing and the bounce and blend outside was fantastic, but when it came inside, it just—I think they needed another crank on that bottom head. Yep. And those quads need to come up a little bit. Um, inside, like the quad voicing can really bleed into the bass drum voicing pretty easily. 
Um, so yeah, but they were freaking drumming. Sounded great. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Twelfth place was Cap City, and eleventh place was Monarch. Um, I had those two flip flop too. I think you hit those, didn't you? Uh, I got Cap City correct in twelve. I had Infinity in eleventh, but that oh, okay. was one of those that I got extremely wrong. Yeah, we'll talk um, about that one too. But I again went off the history of the group. They usually finish in that eleven to seven, eleven to eight range, somewhere in there. So I was like, oh, I haven't seen them. We'll just throw it, throw a dart at the dartboard and see what happens. Yeah. Um, Cap City show super aggressive. The Mother show. Uh, it was an interesting reaction from the crowd at the end. Yeah, uh, the they ending they the put kid. in was. Uh, an it, I felt choice. like, a, dude, I felt like I was watching. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was <laughs> the blood and everything was us. wild. I was wondering, I was like, is this kid gonna be traumatized? Um, but <laughs> us talking about it and kind of not having a way to find words of how we want to verbalize this, or like. It's kind of watch, just go felt. find a video. Just go watch, watch Cap City show. You'll see what we're talking about. Um, Interesting choice. Um, I thought but, they made changes over the last part of the season that helped them show design wise. Opened the yeah, floor up a little bit. Um, I actually thought they were playing not great in the lot, and I thought they played way better when they came in on the floor um, on Saturday. I honestly think that they should have definitely beat Pal, in my opinion. And I would even contemplate Monarch to a degree. Monarch played pretty well. Yeah. I just, Monarch I, show is what hurt them. I just wanted so much more from them. I'm like, I, I want you guys to just play some drums. Because yeah, um, they, like like, they played some really sauce. well. They played I, well. I feel like they didn't play above a forte level like the whole time. Which is, is challenging and delicate, and I, I get it. But at the same time... I just wanted, I just want more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I you just got to give it to me. I was a fan of Monarch's drumming, not a fan of their show. I thought it was kind of just a five out of 10 the whole time. Like just kind of right. started it, and then ended. Like there wasn't right. a whole lot that piqued your interest or kept you engaged too much. And, and I, I found it very interesting and I kind of agreed with this too, because they were in, and correct me if I'm wrong, they were in like ninth after semis. Um, I think they were. I think they got ninth at semis, and they dropped two places to 11 um, behind... Correct. Yeah, correct. Behind Behind. Pau and GMU, I think. Yeah, because Pau and GMU each moved up one place between semis and finals. And, um, yeah, I just... I think 11th is probably right. Maybe they should have been above Pau just from a playing standpoint, because I I thought they played better than Pau did. Um, I think Pau's 10th place, 10th, 11th is probably right where I, I mean, obviously it was where I thought they were going to finish. I had them in 10th and they finished in 10th. So, um, yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So then that, um, so we kind of hit on the Pau thing in 10th. GMU was ninth. Matrix was eighth. Dude, Matrix had some rough, uh, balance things going on from where, from where I was sitting. Yeah. So take this for granted. We were pretty close to the center, actually, but not. Yeah. We weren't dead center. We had good um, seats, but like there were times where like the quads were intermingled with like the marimbas out on the floor, and you could like hear the quads being picked up from the marimba mics. And I was like, "Oof, that's not that's not the best." So yeah. you're getting this like reverb. Um, I do think that they used 
the the lights and electronics really really well for like the hot the spotlighting and just where to take your eye as a, a spectator or as a judge and obviously that showed up on the visual effect caption yeah, they did they really got, well they, got they were like third yeah they in visual third in visual effects so kudos uh, for that yeah even won a sub caption for the whole show um so yeah but they they didn't play super great. i thought they played better in the lot on final maybe inside. yeah maybe some overhype or some adrenaline some passion pouring through but they always matrix yeah. always performs with a high level of energy like definitely usually their sure. shows require that just based on the drill based on the show themes but and maybe that got to them but i thought that they played pretty well in the lot and then i was kind of like there was a definitely a drop once they got on the move in the in the arena in clarity did you hear that hear what didn't pick it didn't pick it up all right perfect never mind perfect (laughs) um gmu uh a team that we were pretty high on yep obviously we had on i had them in like sixth but they finished ninth that was probably my biggest probably my biggest miss yeah gmu and infinity were my biggest miss for sure um the show was very refreshing i mean it's it's definitely a different flavor than a lot of the other shows that we saw in finals um i could we talked about this too and and like i could see how you would either like it or not like it yep it's a love hate kind of show maybe there's some subjectivity too within the panel like if it was a different panel that just liked what they were doing more they would have been a little bit higher because probably probably not six uh if i had to redo it i would not put them six again either but i probably would have switched i would have had them beat matrix and then I probably maybe would have had them beat United, depending on who had the better show. Right. Uh, like, like run, clarity-wise. Um, right. But I would agree with that. No, I mean, music effect is what killed them, right? They got... Uh, yeah, ironically. And I don't, uh, I don't understand. Even their the whole show, show is, like, is music yeah, effect. Through every judge, they were kind of like in the 9 to 10 range. So On finals night? On finals night. In prelims and semis, they like got hammered in music effect, which yeah. is really strange to me it's kind of and what that, the whole show is that's what but. i was referring to because our friend dean hickman was sitting right next to us and looked over and he goes i don't know how music effect could have like the whole show is music effect like it's all kinds of musical interesting musical moments and like i don't know it was just weird i don't get that but um right yeah so i guess that after george mason and the matrix that would take us to the infinity united which i had a. Uh, United 8th, they finished 6th, so I was a little off. Um, and I had Infinity ninth, and they finished 7th. Um, yeah, let's talk about this Infinity show. Yeah, so first let's, of all... Well, I want to save Infinity for when we talk about the top 5. Um, let's okay. Let's do United next, and like before, we, I get, before I get into that, or we move on to the next part or point here, the middle of the pack groups were all very good, in my opinion. Like... At their tier, like the 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 A tier, or top five being S tier of all the all the indoor groups, but this what is, is where S-tier? I screwed up the most. This is where I screwed up the most in my predictions. Like, if I I definitely was too high on GMU, just seeing other groups, seeing Infinity, seeing United, and that's no slight to them. It's just what we'd seen up to that point, and. I liked a lot of these new groups. Like, 10 through 6 has gotten so good. Like, you're watching the drumming and just going, jeez, how, I mean, 
How does right. the judge right. differentiate and whatever? All right. Uh, enough rambling. United, I, their show was my least favorite out of the yeah, GMU. I, thought, I like the way they play. Yes, and I love the way they drum. I just, I don't know. It had some weird moments. Like at one point, I didn't know what was happening. And then like a bunch of people clapped. And I was like, wait, did I miss something? Yeah, I, I didn't. I couldn't tell if it was like on the, the video boards or like did I missed somebody doing something. I was like, what? what is going on right now? Yeah, it's, um, I, I love the way they drum. Aggressive, always been an aggressive. They've always had an aggressive approach to the drum, beefy. which is great. Beefy sound, they go for it. But I prefer GMU and Infinity's show to United's show personally, which is why if like I was ranking the groups after I saw them all live, this top ten or ten or twelve, I probably would have had Infinity moved up, GMU in eighth, United in ninth, and then no, 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 sorry. Yes, Matrix in ninth, United in eighth, whatever it was. I think I said that right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, United below GMU and Infinity. That's the moral of the story. Right. Dude, Infinity... All right. I guess we're going to talk about the top (laughs) five. Yeah, let's just talk talk about about it. Let's just talk about it. Infinity had probably my... It was either my second or third favorite show in Independent World. Um, Um, And like when they came out and played it was just like i don't i don't know why but their drums just spoke really well shout out to tama and they played their balls off and Mm -hmm. i could after it was done i was just like holy crap they even like the show itself was great the continuum show they did like the manipulation of time like forward and backwards like so well they had that killer moment in the middle where they go from doing that section forward pause and then they have the sound effect and it just rewinds and they do everything they just did in reverse it's super killer and then they end the show completely backwards from when they started it they played well the show was awesome when it was over you mentioned our friend dean he was just like man i'm like really glad i saw that but also bummed i'll never be able to experience that in person again like what we just did it's never going to happen again and it was just an awesome run through it was refreshing. The drumming, they played really well on the floor finals night too. Really well. So well that I think an argument could be made that I felt like they might have might have had a you could I thought make they an argument. Been fifth. Yeah, you could make an argument for them to finish 5th over Mystique. I thought they should have been 5th. Um Yeah. And that's not a slight at Mystique really, but I just thought Infinity was better. And I do not think that Mystique had a great run. I mean, no, the guy fell, had a hell of a recovery, um, but it, it is what it is. That people lost their hats in the middle of the show. There are people getting hung up on chairs in the middle of the show. I didn't think they had a super phenomenal playing run through. No, uh, I really just I would have put Infinity over Mystique. Yep, one hundred percent. I think you can definitely make an argument having watched both of them at finals within less than less than an hour of each other. I, I I wanted it to happen. I didn't think it would, but there's a little personal bias in there. But uh, yeah, Infinity I, I show don't was even great. think I'm being biased. I just felt like they were better. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't. Mis- I mean, it's not Mystique's best show they've ever made. Obviously, no, I don't think anyone would try to argue it's the best show they've ever had. It just, I don't know. I, if this, I felt like they weren't going to be in the top five after yeah. after I watched Mystique. I was like, mm-hmm. man, I would put Infinity above that. Yeah, Infinity Show, like, um, it's just smart. It was just intelligent and just cool. Yeah. But it, X's show was cool, but it was a different kind of cool. 
Like Infinities right. was like, oh, I see what you did there. Like that kind of cool. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, top four, RCC. Uh, the end is the beginning. I think I said that right. I yeah. I think fourth I think was appropriate. I think fourth was where uh, I should have ended up. Agreed. I mean, you watch the vi- the whole beginning of that show, and you're just like, yeah, the RCC visual program's still still alive and well. Yep. Um, just move really well. Creative, artistic choreography, and just the way they use the floor. No clue what the show. I I want to. I felt like the show was like an homage to like Jim Wonderlick and Sean Vega. Like yeah. kind of a throwback. There were some callback moments to some of their more iconic years and like things they'd done. I wasn't sure if the props were like a callback to that 2011 RCC show where they had the white poles and now they're pink. And they had like some of the ritual stuff from the 09 show. And then, I mean, there was a bunch of stuff in there that was like, this, feel, this feels a lot like this. So I'm not sure if that's kind of what it was, but that's what that's the way I interpreted it at least. But. I was a little surprised when I looked at the recap to see them like third in the music box. The front ensemble was pretty jamming. And I've watched some of the mid videos since it came out of like the head cams or yeah. xylophone cams. And I'm just like, man, they are, they are some of that stuff some was stuff. nuts. Um, from where we were sitting though, and some friends of ours in the very, very middle, like right next to the music judges, there's some, there's some dirt in there. There's some roles that didn't, they would, I'm sure they would like to have back. Yeah, X was fourth in hands, and I didn't see how you could make an argument to put X below RCC in hands. It doesn't doesn't make sense Same. to me. Um, I don't know. Same. Yep, it's weird. Yeah, I I don't agree with that one, um, and I'll leave it at that. Yep. All right. Uh, Broken City. Third. Yeah, Broken City. I Broken City had a show. So we kind of weren't haters of Broken City going into this weekend just because like a lot of their shows have kind of been similar in their approach and and design philosophy and stuff But since they've existed. But this show is so much better and I have such a higher opinion of it having watched it in person than just seeing some flow marching streams. It definitely hits different in person. Dude, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. Like, because there's so many risks they take musically and environmentally that you're just, like, waiting for one of them to hit. And it's like, oh, my God, this is going to... Because you know the little drag at the end is coming. You know all this stuff, and you're just, like, waiting for it. And then when it when one of them does hit, it just makes you sit up in your chair like, oh, my God, that was good. Like, how did that yeah. happen? They usually, like, have a... They usually, like, have a moment in their show or a rhythmic motif that they just like drive home and at the end of the like every single phrase they like play that drag almost to the point to where they're at risk of overusing it um i would say but yeah it's just like on pins and needles the whole time so they they swung for the fences and if they i would say that having seen x's show seen pulse's show seen broken cities all back to back that the way they designed that show, if all of those moments or almost all of those crazy cold attacks and environmentally spread out phrases had all hit or most of them had hit, they might have won. Like they yeah. just have one of those shows where if it clicks on that night, good luck beating them. Because yeah, the demand is through the roof. For sure. 
For so it was, sure. it was cool. It was enjoyable to watch for a different reason than X was enjoyable, and then for a different reason than all three shows were cool. I thought the top three was the correct top three this year. They were all enjoyable shows for their own reasons. Yeah, I agreed with the order. Yep. Um, X was second. That show just, I mean, it gives you chills. It's yep. just a phenomenal product. First of all, they they for sure win the award for like best color palette or use of the uniform. Yeah. Just the way it pops off the floor. It looks so and good. And they can highlight it. Dude, the opening moment when like the snares come out and they kind of have the head turned and they're looking and just the hello with the lyric and stuff. There's no way that those kids just did not feel like absolute badass. Like and the audience is cheering, just giving it up. And I don't think anyone does rock better than Rhythm X. No, I would agree. With they, all the Muse stuff, just with this. I mean, people don't, nobody else does rock better than, than Rhythm X. And I, no, yeah. It's, yeah. I don't feel like that's an opinion. I feel like that's objective, but. Yeah, it's like Broken City was enjoyable from the sitting on the edge of your seat element. X was enjoyable from an audience engagement, from a like just entertainment standpoint. Not only were they playing really well, but the show. So. For me personally, when I'm watching drum corps, indoor, when shows kind of just plot along and they're mids like the whole time, I'll sit there and just like, I'll be aware of and thinking about, all right, is this the middle of the show? Is it almost over? How long of it? X's show starts and then I never wondered how long the show had been going or like, oh, we're almost to the end now. Like it just started and then all of a sudden it was over and I'm just like, it's done. I want, I want more of that. Yeah, kind of the opposite of like Broken City, where you're almost on pins and needles, like holding your breath. Yeah, that's having a good time. Like yell, just like cheering. You're enjoying yourself. It's and they played great. I mean, they yeah, they had a. I mean, there's a couple. eh, There's a couple tic tac things. Nobody had like a tickless show. No, no one. But they played really, really well. Um, And just to kind of revisit from our predictions podcast, I know you had said this, Mike, talking about you could see a scenario where Pulse just plays good enough to win. Because we both said on that that we thought that Rhythm X had the show with the most legs. And uh, that it the, had recap, the, show. the recap and the, establishes the, that. Like, Yeah. They won music effect. They won visual effect. They got four hundreds in those captions. So that, uh, that screams Pulse just to me. did a cleaner show. Yes. So that screams to me, X had the best show. Pulse just played themselves into a gold medal. Yeah. Played and moved. So, Just, not that they didn't. Obviously, they had to design a good enough show. No, the show was but good. I think everybody understands what we're saying. Yes, yes. we're not saying um, Pulse's show was not good because I thought I, I was I was not high on Pulse's show going into the weekend, and I was like, even this show's better in person. Like drums in general are just better in person. I mean, it's you can feel the energy in the room. You're you're engaged the whole time. Like you're you're in the moment versus like sitting in your bedroom or on your couch like watching the stream. But yeah, I think one of the scenarios that I pointed out in the predictions is exactly how it played out. X had the best show. Pulse just played and moved themselves from a clarity standpoint to a gold medal. And 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 you look at the recap, and, and X was in fourth in hands in the music caption, which we kind of alluded to earlier. We don't really understand how that could be the case. But I'm not saying that from the standpoint of, I think X should have won overall. I thought Pulse played no. better than anybody else. It, if you, if I was going to say anything, I, I feel like the gap was just 
not what I thought it would. Like after yeah. Pulse finished, I was like, they won. Like after we watched the show and it was done, we we just all looked at each other like, yeah, they won. Yeah, they Pulse won. just won. It was they the win. cleanest thing we heard all night. The show was um, good enough. And I, I think X probably should have been second in hands. I thought X was probably now again, I can't. I could speak even to see the, a I could even see a third. Yeah. If you are like I mean, if you want to like balance out like front and battery, obviously we generate more towards like battery content. But I mean, taking into account like obvious the front is a pretty significant portion oh, of yeah. the, the music oh, yeah. scores. I can see third, fifth in comp. Eh, kind of wild to me. Yep. But that's just my opinion. I, I, that one's probably for sure. I, I would just say my opinion. Like, eh, okay. But yeah. Yep. Whatever. So, I, I just just like overall thoughts on the weekend. We've gone through all of our rehashing predictions and debriefing, and my favorite shows were X and Infinity. And then, honestly, Broken Cities probably was, like, my third favorite show. Um, I would say I'm going to include, and I'll let you redo yours if you want, uh, but I'm going to include Scholastic in there. And I would say that X and uh, Avon had my two favorite shows. Like, overall, just overall, two favorite shows. And then I would put Infinity, Broken City in, in like, those next order. Yeah. I mean, I was I was speaking from an independent world standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> Avon was yeah. definitely the best Scholastic show. Yeah. I think it's not even not even close, really, in my opinion. It was just awesome from start to finish. So many good moments. Um, Infinity, super intellect, super smart and creative. X just entertaining as all hell, and they played their butt, played their ass off. Um, Broken City just engaged you. You're like, what's coming next? And and I know one of my criticisms of Broken City is I want more of the sauce over the past few years. There are moments in that show where they're playing some stuff. Yeah, they had some like they had some. It, stuff it was in definitely there. more. There were there were definitely more content than I would say like like what nineteen or eighteen had. Yeah, had going on. They 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 threw down at, at various moments and it was awesome. So much fun to watch. I had a great weekend minus the sunburn man. I so many good groups caught up with so many people I hadn't seen in a long time. Um, got to see if we were right or wrong. There were some new kids on the block, Rhythmic Floors, Vigilantes, making finals. Um, I think the battle, honestly, like, it's more interesting to me to look at and talk about 6th place through 15th than the top 5. Because you know the top 5 are going to be great every year. It's definitely more predictable. Um, exactly. And it's like, yeah. it's Eric Shriver, we, we actually ended up sitting right in front of him in the tickets we bought, not even knowing, uh, ahead of time. And he was like, yeah, that's 6 through 10, 11 range is just, they're all good, but they're all like an 85 out of 100. And it's like, who's going to have the better show on it on each night? And you're going to see placements move around. And I'm, I'm uh, paraphrasing a little bit there, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember know. him saying those exact words, but. What he I, said the was. Sentiment. Every, yeah, the sentiment is what he conveyed. I'm paraphrasing in my own way here to elaborate a little <laughs> bit, but. Um, I don't want to put words in. Eric's gonna be like, "You put words in my <laughs> That's mouth." That's what I say. Halfway through that, I was like, "Eric didn't say all this. I don't want to. I want to put words in his <laughs> mouth. So I got to clarify." Um, but no, it, I agree with that sentiment of like they're all like an eighty-five out of a hundred, and it's like who's gonna play better each night? We'll see. Right. So. And yeah, it the top five on most years are pretty undeniable. So guessing that is 
not like super pat it's myself on the back. Like <laughs> it's not super. Difficult we basically to do. just like all were like one off in our predictions. Yeah. This year, yep. like I said, Infinity. Kudos to you guys, like staff members, what techs, like everybody just they killed it. Yep. So. Yep. 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 So, all right, I got nothing else. We recapped it all. Yeah. Talked I'm about good. it all. We also got to like catch up with a bunch of people that was awesome like like you alluded to um and hopefully got some people we talked to to line up some more podcasts moving forward that yeah dude i feel pretty interested and excited about so yeah yeah (laughs) i was actually i'll just say it here you and i need to have a planning meeting of like all right who all do we need to talk to what all do we want what content do we want to make we we gotta get ourselves organized here so yeah i know tim fairbanks and tim jackson said they wanted to do one and Andy Alfred said he would do one with the Commandant's own dream, Marine Drum and Bugle Corps. And there was like a handful of other people. They were like, yeah, yeah let's go. So, so we got we to gotta figure this out before Drum Corps gets uh, in the midst of everything. Dude, that's like two months away already. Dude, some people probably got camp next month. <laughs> May. Yeah, Sometimes probably. you do move-ins at the end of May. I don't know how they're, how they're doing it now. but uh, I think tour is starts July 1st. So they're cutting out those two weeks excuse me two weeks of june so i think no one's moving i think people are moving in june 1st instead of mid-may like they just cut two weeks out of the season so you're still doing a month of move-ins and then tour is just two weeks shorter i'm I'm here for it yeah i don't have an issue with it just write shorter shows you'll be able to clean it even better if you cut two minutes off great yep all right (laughs) that's a whole different discussion we'll get into drum corps here soon thanks everybody for hanging out do you have anything else i'm out i'm good i'm good man all right, LoneStarPercussion.com, discount code aged out. Check out the YouTube channel if you're on podcast services or vice versa. Uh, let us know in the comments what you think on social media. Send us a message, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and we will see everybody in the next episode. Peace.